Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, John Schwab here from Curtain Call, and welcome to episode 59 of the Curtain Call Theater Podcast, the podcast that brings you backstage as close as you possibly can be, often while the shows are actually happening, to meet the people that make theater happen. If you are a theater professional or you know of any, uh, make sure they go to curtaincallonline.com and sign up to be a Curtain Call Pro with the code CCFREE, and you can claim your Curtain Call profile there today, which is free. So join today. Start connecting to the theater industry. And I apologize, this is a bit windy. Um, I am currently in uh, Tuscany filming, and I wanted to get this podcast out there. So uh, bear with me uh, if you hear the crew or the wind in the background or anything else. So anyway, now for this week's podcast. Last week, we went to the E&O London Coliseum for the first time, and I can tell you that it was totally worth the wait. Bat Out of Hell made its way down from Manchester to London before it heads off to Toronto later in the year. And Toronto... Believe me, you, uh, you're you in for a ride. <laughs> and I'm not just talking about the Harley Davidson type here. Bat Out of Hell, the musical, starts just like, like its title and doesn't stop all evening. And I have rarely been to a musical that kicks the door down with a wall of sound as big as it does here and then carries on. So big props to the sound department on the show. Huge props to the entire company of Bat Out of Hell for a belting sound. And uh, the singing on the show is off the charts. And, and we look forward to bringing you another podcast um, soon about how the professionals on this show keep themselves fit both physically and vocally when doing such a big sing. But this week, I wanted to bring you a conversation that we haven't had the privilege of bringing you to date, and that is from a follow spot operator, the technician that sits not just in the gods, but above the gods, and makes sure that special is turned on so that your star is basking in glorious floodlight. And it's a proper skill, and the best follow spot operators are well-known within the industry. Guy Aldridge has been at the ENO for 30 years, working on hundreds and hundreds of shows. And I talked to him about his early career and how he got to the London Coliseum and the ENO. Have a listen. So, if I can ask your name and what you do here on the show and here at the ENO. Okay, um, my name is uh, Guy Aldridge. Um, some people know me as Martin that was my middle name is my middle name right. but uh, um, I've worked at the Coliseum for 30 years tomorrow 30 years tomorrow, tomorrow oh yeah. my lord I think um, there's got to be a party something's got to no, happen no 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 <laughs> um, you get a medal at 25 years okay. um, but nothing for 30 ah. so, uh, 
Well, maybe we'll have to put a little tweet out for you guys yeah. tomorrow. That'd be yeah. great. Um, um, I work, um, I've worked here, as I say, for 30 years. I am a technician, um, uh, electrics technician. Yeah. Uh, I kind of specialize in follow spots, mm-hmm. though. I um, have done for a long while because uh, I used to work at the Palladium many, many years ago, 35 years ago, with uh, my mentor, Linford Hudson, right. who is uh, a legend in the, in the industry as a follow spot operator. So, um, so between you, you guys have got quite a number of years of... Mm, a few, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Linford was at the Palladium for 50 years. Um, I was there for about four and a half, I think, before I went on to Phantom of the Opera mm. um, original cast before I started here mm. so you learning so. a new show what here at the you know every other what month or so uh, every other day really because really? we're a rep house we uh, yeah. have three three or four different shows in at any one time um, one rehearsing three in performance yeah and we'll put them uh, we'll have a rehearsal in the morning change over in the afternoon to another show uh, for a performance in the evening and then take that out overnight put the first show back in for another rehearsal the next morning next afternoon change over into a second, different show yeah. for a performance and so on yeah. so on. Yeah. So it never gets boring no, no well yeah, it can be a bit <laughs> of a factory but yeah it's, it's not too bad it. you, I mean I used when we saw you outside the theater last week, mm. uh, you know, you um, you have quite a few visitors to your follow spot uh, booth, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I, I tend to um, uh, entertain people um, that are interested in finding out what we do. Yeah, yeah I, I um, have done talks for Theatrecraft, um, which they called a masterclass mm-hmm. for follow spotting, but. Uh, I, I like to call it an introduction, <laughs> really, but <laughs> I, I'm, know, I guess I'm, I'm a little bit more modest than I, they. <laughs> I would say with your experience, a master class would be uh, appropriate. Um, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting because follow spotting isn't something that you can um, kind of, I suppose, automate. I mean, I've seen shows where they try, where actors have to mm. make sure they hit a track. However, it doesn't give them the freedom well, as it were to, to, to go around the stage yeah, as I guess might as, want to. as technology gets better it's going to become more prevalent I, I believe there are a couple of systems out there that, at the moment that do track people right. um, but as a spot operator I would suggest that they, they cannot add the finesse yeah. uh, and um, artistry that, that uh, um, a person can mm actually physically attached to the lamp. Mm. Uh, well, once you get to know an artist, once you get to know their movements, you can kind of anticipate maybe yeah. that they're going to do something different yeah, yeah. or go a different way. Or I think that's part of the art, really, and in that if somebody moves, the spot moves. If they don't move, if they stop, it, it stops. Yeah. You know, and um, it, it's... I think at the moment, technology is such that it can lag a little bit, mm. so... Um, I've yet to see one that doesn't doesn't quite um, move with yeah. the artist. Yeah. yeah. Can you? I mean, I don't want to put you on the spot or, or make you put anyone on a pedestal above anything else. But can you maybe suggest some of the, your favorite shows that uh, you've done here? Are there any memorable moments Ooh. that you had while following spotting? I mean, you've. Um, <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> <laughs> uh, there have been so many shows here. I know. Um, I think uh, 
I think one of my favourite but hardest cues um, was on a show called The Adventures of uh, Mr. Bruchek. Can't remember who wrote it, should do. It's okay. um, <laughs> but um, in the rehearsals, I, I was mucking about a little bit and I was following uh, the lead um, in a head and shoulders spot. And he started running about the stage in between some screens about six foot by four foot wide. And I started snapping on and off in between the screens. And the lighting designer at the time, David Cunningham, um, came on cans and said, Ah, oh, that's exactly what I want. Exactly. That's brilliant. Uh, can you do that every time? So I kind of tried. Uh, he then relit it in black light okay. so that I couldn't see anything. Um, and he went behind the screens about 15 times, mm. just running about. Um, so that was probably the most impossible cue I've yeah. ever done. Yeah. I think I got it right a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> but I like a challenge. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And how, just to take you right back, how did you get into the follow spot? I mean, were you an electrical engineer anyway and then kind of moved up um, to follow spot or... or because it's a definitely is a well, I, I kind of started in a little local art centre when I was about twelve in Stamford in Lincolnshire. Mm. Um, they'd just refurbished and were looking for people to help out, so I went along and helped out with the lighting um, and a bit of sound, mm. and thought I quite enjoy this. I wonder if I can make a career of it. So I um, found a course. A theatre electrician's course through the ABTT yeah. Association of British Theatre Technicians um, that was at Paddington College and um, pursued it from there really um, they put you out on placement uh, one week a day uh, one day a week um, and one of the placements I got a showman's job which helped me fund my college um, uh, education um, just doing evenings on follow spots and it was actually Heidi High. Oh, it was nice. a seasonal show at the Victoria Palace. Nice. And um, the chief, when that show ended, said, did I want to work at the Palladium? And of course, in those days, Sunday night at the London Palladium yes. was a staple diet of kind of family viewing. Yeah, it's huge. Um, so that was kind of an ambition of mine. So, I, of course. Incredible. And so he said, go down and see this guy, Linford. And... Um, and uh, well, I guess the rest is history. Really. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Well, Guy, thank you so much for talking to me. That's fine. Uh, thank you for having me. Guy Aldridge, there, follow spot operator at the ENO Coliseum in London. Now, before we wrap up here, if you are a theatre professional and want to join the network built by theatre professionals for theatre professionals, a network growing every day, then head on over to CurtainCallOnline.com and sign up for a free Curtain Call Pro profile with the code CCFREE. You can follow us on all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Curtain Call. And we'd love to hear from you if you have any suggestions or feedback for the podcast. Just get in touch with us via any of the social media platforms I just mentioned or write to me at John at CurtainCallOnline.com. I'd like to end this with a a huge thank you to the entire company of Bad Out of Hell at London's Coliseum. You guys were so welcoming. We had a great shoot. We got great content that we're going to be able to share with everybody out here. Um, and uh, have a fantastic run in Toronto. And hopefully we'll see you back in London. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Curtain Call Theatre Podcast. And I will catch you all next week. Bye.
ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There is enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. <laughs> 